Talking Like Normal People is brought to you by MyCastingFile.com. MyCastingFile, the place for talent to get their start. All right, welcome to Talking Like Normal People, a show dedicated to talking about acting, casting, and auditions, and probably some other things too, with people who love it. I'm your host, Ryan Glorioso, casting director based in New Orleans, Louisiana. To the right of me, the future, Justin Coulter, casting associate. Hi. Hey. Hey. How are you doing today? I'm, I'm super happy about life right now. Justin, guess what? What? It's episode number six. Wow. Who would have thought we'd make it this far? I know. Half yeah. dozen. Half dozen. It's half of 12. That is math. That's good math. Yeah. All right. So thanks to all of our listeners. Yes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep talking about this stuff during this portion of the show. But Do we have to? I mean, they get it. Like, no. Subscribe. They don't get it. We got new people. Oh, okay. Right? I mean, they would have had to heard you say it like five, six times at this point. Well, go, go do, okay. it. do it. Do it. I'm do doing it. it. Okay. We need subscribers <laughs> on iTunes or Google Play or wherever it is that you go to subscribe for yeah. these podcasts. Give us a, a rating, uh, a written review is really helpful. Um, give us some love on the iTunes, all right? Cool. We, uh, we have lots of ways you can follow us now. We have an Instagram. We have a Facebook page. We have, uh, uh, what else? Twitter. We have a Twitter, yeah. all that stuff, and it involves talking like normal people, so yes. just search that stuff. All right, so I'm getting to my uh, my little my postcard fun Yay. of the week. What's this one this week? All right, this is a special one, uh-huh. okay? And I'm serious. I posted a, a photo of this on Instagram. On Graham. So if you want to actually see it, you can follow us on Instagram at Talking Like Normal People. <laughs> um, <laughs> Mr. Ryan and Mr. Justin. By the way, this postcard is like hand drawn. It's got pictures right? on it, yeah. All right. Thanks for casting me on the dirt. Hope to make you proud. Aww. Trace Masters. Aww. Thanks, Trace. P.S. We love TLNP and know you might throw this away. <laughs> and then he has he has uh, penned out the Motley Crue logo and a guitar with some music symbols, and it's pretty freaking awesome it's i'll good. i'll never throw this one away yeah that one's going up forever yeah keeping it cool all right thank you trace yes all right now on to our other fun little tidbit our actor pointer of the week yay all right this one uh this one comes from doing lots of tapes of auditions mm-hmm. um and this is just a, a helpful suggestion if you have darker skin tone mm-hmm. okay don't wear white don't wear white. don't wear white Okay, because and the why ca- is that, Ryan? Well, the camera usually auto adjusts its exposure to your shirt color. Yes. Okay, so wear something that's close to your skin tone. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And use some lighting, and don't don't do it in a closet. Yeah. Don't that's do dark. It in a closet. All right. Yeah. Just remember, that's for we everyone. Want, we want to see have your any face. skin tone. <laughs> yeah. In a closet. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't do tape it. in a closet. Ooh. Well, I mean, any anybody, if you're if you're wearing a black shirt and you have a black background, congratulations, you're now a floating head. Yes. <laughs> but if you're a black person wearing a black shirt with a black background, you lo- you look good. You look fine. So just think <laughs> about these things when you're taping your auditions. <laughs> All right. Today's guest is one of the busiest young actors in our market. Yeah. He has an ever-growing resume with several projects set to come out. He is in the upcoming Most Buzzed About film at the 2018 Sunset Fi- Sundance, Sundance Film Festival. Blaze, 
It's the story of country singer, singer, songwriter, Blaze Foley. Who cast him in that? I don't know. All right. Please <laughs> welcome Martin Batts Bradford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy to be here. Actually, I'm pretty sure he cast himself in that oh, because really? the director, Ethan Hawke, just like fell in love with his tape and was like, yeah. I, I need that guy. I think, he, I think he let you cast your wife or your yeah, girlfriend. girlfriend. Yeah, my girlfriend. Yeah, he did. He literally <laughs> asked him... Who do you want to be your girlfriend oh, in this really? movie? Yeah. Is she an extra or a day player? I mean, she was she a day player. She was a day player. Really? I, I gave them three actor, actor, actress mm-hmm. friends of mine. I was like, whichever look you want to go for, it's all on you. Yeah. And he came back. He was like, oh, which one? You know, which one you think works? And I was like. I don't know because it's all, all three of my yeah. friends. He said, "Well, I'm going with the first one <laughs> because it was the first one you put up." So I was like, "Oh, well, let's go with it. Let's <laughs> ride. Awesome. Let's ride." So it was, it was great. He was that, cool as hell. That's night. That's Ethan Hawke. He's talking about yeah. too. So what's, what's the story behind Bats? Yeah. Where's that come from? Oh, man, when I was young, I was just a huge Batman fan. I mean, <gasps> huge Batman fan. Most people don't know I'm a huge comic book fan. I love superheroes. Okay. I love the lore and everything else. And um, for a while, uh, I remember in college, uh, the acting program was gone for a while. And I started doing poetry, spoken word poetry enough because, like, you know, as an artist, I don't know one artist that just does one thing. Every artist I know is, they, you can ask them what else they do. They might write, they might direct, they might dance, they might sing, you know? So I'm a writer as well. So I started doing a lot of poetry because I was able to use my words and still act. So, uh, you know, Martin Bradford wasn't like the best poetry <laughs> name. So it was one of those things where um, I remember I also used to rap in high school and all my friends used to call me Bats because Batman was too long because that's like... That's not as catchy yeah. as Bats. So I started, I went back to the high school thing and started going by Bats. And then when the acting picked up, I felt like, especially graduating that on my resume, if I put Martin Bats Bradford, it can acquire questions like that. Like, yep. oh, who's this Bats guy? Oh, why does he call himself a Bat? Yeah. So, and you wear a bat around your neck. Oh, yeah, you, you know, got I'm, that Batman medallion. That thing's dope. <laughs> yes, yes. So yeah. I just hope they'll stand out His as well. His hat has a bat on it, too. Oh, oh and, and that's the thing, too. Once you have a nickname like this, people yeah. just give you gifts. They just like, Batman. that's a badass hat. Yeah, I, I got this for like my birthday. Bats. Yeah. <laughs> And awesome. I just get, hey, I'm not complaining though. Yeah. Keep sending. That's awesome. <laughs> Good. Cool. I, I've always wondered about your, I, yeah. your nickname. Yeah. That's I mean, awesome. Yeah, man. All right. <laughs> Start from the beginning. Who are you? Where are you from? How did you get uh, into acting? Tell us about the beginnings oh, of you. I've, I mean, it's one of those things where it's one of those stories where like I've always wanted to do it. I know you probably hear this a lot since I was young. Super, I think my earliest memory was being in church plays. And my grandmother, she was one of those people that worked, that was one of those members at the church that always went. And her big deal was she never wanted me to um, not be able to articulate myself. She felt like a black man in this country got to be able to speak. Yeah. If nothing else, you have to be able to speak. So um, I remember before I was even able to read, I remember being in front of audiences speaking or saying some wow. kind of speech or acting and one great thing about the church is i think even though i'm not super religious anymore i know that the church is an amazing place to cultivate artists because they're not gonna boo you yeah <laughs> no matter what you can be horrible so they're gonna they keep going yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah keep child, my baby. baby's great <laughs> yeah. my baby you know so but it builds your confidence so you know you don't even get to realize when you're sucking it's just yeah. at one point you're pretty good or yeah. you're pretty all right you know so um through that i just you know i would go to the camps every summer I was in an acting camp now and, and I would just keep on pushing in school I was always in every place so it's one of those things where I tried to go the route that I thought you were supposed to go just keep training keep with it and then since I loved it it was a part of me so uh, by the time I got to college I uh, minored in theater and majored in mass comm because I was trying to figure out a way to diversify myself yeah. just in case that the uh, theater thing or the acting thing or whatever wasn't going on. Where'd you go to school? Adela University. Gotcha. And um, I got a lot into radio. Right now I have a podcast, Fly With Bats Podcast. Shout out. Fly, Fly With Bats. Fly With Bats Podcast. Yeah. Nice. So I, I try to stay, you know, 
This episode sponsored by Fly, Fly with Bats, Bats. Yes. podcast. Yeah. Yes, you feel me? So um, yeah, so I went there and uh, theater, 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 got the training, and then when I graduated, theater, 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 until yeah. I came across. Because um, once again, one thing, one problem I have with many colleges, not a dig at Dillard right now, they have a great film department growing, but one problem I have is. A lot of us know how to act when we leave theater school, but the business, the film business, and most of us want to do both. We want to do theater and film. Much about the business I had to learn on the fly and yeah. or learn from other actors I was in plays with, and they're asking me, wow, you don't have an agent? Or why don't you have an agent? I was like, well, can you hook me up? I don't yeah. know how to even get an agent, <laughs> but but I ran into uh, Shonda Quintal. She's an actress, and, and um, she... Uh, she uh, recommended me to an agent and a good friend of mine that I would act with in a lot of theater plays, uh, Jaron Mitchell, who comes in a lot. Yeah, yeah. I love that, Jaron. Oh, that's my, that's my yeah, dude. That's my Jaron. Guy. Yeah, Jaron. That he, dude uh, is stacked. He is ripped right now. And he used to be skinny man. Yeah, like, he was. He just, when, I, when I met him, he was tiny. <laughs> yeah, Jaron, we're talking about yeah, your body. Yes, yes, body. yes. I'm, I'm he jealous. He popped his shirt off in an audition <laughs> yeah. not too long ago. Yeah, oh, he did. Jaron gets in it. He's one of the most gracious, warm, just great people that I know in the business. Was it definitely. weird that I made him do it twice? No. No, no. When, when you're stacked like that, yeah, you want yeah, people to yeah. make you do it twice. No, it was, you don't work that hard to it not show it. It was his idea. He was like, "Can I try something?" And like, I saw him start to and I was like, just do it. Just then. do it. Yeah, go for it. So he also was another word because he had he had his agent first was also recommending me, and that's a, mm-hmm. a big thing to me because a lot of times even afterwards we would go for the same roles and yeah. to be that gracious to be like, "Look, I'm gonna put in a good word for you too, Martin," because we partners, we friends, and that helped me get my agent, and then it went from there. Though my whole first year and a half. I didn't book anything. And I thought I was, I was like, oh my God, I'm a suck or something. Oh. And you got in a part of me was that hang up of the theater thing where you feel like, am I being too big? Or am I doing too much? Yeah. Or whatnot. And so I had that hang up in my head as well. As you know, it's part of the business. You have to, you know, grind it until yeah. it starts going. I remember Jaron told me this when I first signed. There's gonna be peaks and valleys, man. Yeah. Peaks and valleys and ride that. Well, I, I heard a rumor that an audition you did for me was your first film audition for that movie Nola Circus that you ended up being the lead role in. I mean that that was my first. This like okay, what I'm saying I, when I first was auditioning, I got a bunch of different things from Coulon, from Megan, and no leads, no real films, it was a bunch of TV TV joints, and I booked American Horror Story first through Megan, and that's what made me feel like oh. And then right after that, I got yeah. the audition for you, and it was Nola Circus, and I booked that. And I was like, okay. You this, this You've is, made it. <laughs> well, I, I made it, but, but you know, you, you need that that confidence to keep pushing, you know? Well, you, I mean, you do, I, you do have a really good track record. Yeah. I mean, you seem like you book a lot of... I mean, you were on a CBS show for yeah. almost an entire season, yeah, right? Yeah, yes. I got a recurring joint on there for a while. Yeah, that was huge. great. The containment, that was... Like, I'm... I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. It's just like any actor where it's you have your moments of you don't see anything and you're thinking, oh my God, what's going on? It's in the yeah. world. And you get a rush of this. You're like, all right, I still got it. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's part of the journey. You in yeah. a peak or a valley right now? I'm, I feel like I'm peak king because yeah. a bunch of things just started happening one after the other. I booked a lead in Tales from the Hood 2. Good. Oh, yeah. you did good. Yeah, yeah that, and that was a great experience. The director, Darren Scott, he was one of, like him and Rusty Cundy, they split it this time, and I worked with Darren, and he loved me. He gave me his personal information. It was like, man, no, if you get to California, holler at me. And I said, I will. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely will. And I was able to get a, a role in Venom, a, a, a Greenhouse, not Greenhouse, a, a Green Book. 
Green, Green Book. Book. Um, and once again, I'm on the dirt. You guys all got yeah. me the dirt. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm just trying to stay consistent. And there's also this project called King Esther I just finished up. And that I, I really wanted to do that project. Uh, it was written by, it was written and directed by this guy named Dewey Jarrett. And um, it was a, it's about a transgender um, woman um, trying to find stardom, but she's coming from New Orleans right before Katrina happens. And uh, I just, I fell in love with the project because one thing about acting, I love it as a person, but as well as, I feel like there's a certain activism to it. And I feel like yeah. the, the activism in our art is to tell the stories of those that we're trained to ignore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So whenever there's roles like that, where, where it's like about these stories, about these people where you won't listen or you might not even be too privy that they have yeah. a world too or they have a, a, a story too I, I get attracted you're to playing it. a transgender woman no 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 no. no that's no. what the story's about that's what <laughs> the story's about I'm playing her brother I'm playing yeah, her brother okay. in a role in a, in a story and it's uh, I, I'm, 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 I'm very excited to see what comes of it King yeah, Esther yeah. King Esther have you done this already this project yeah or? we shot that one you shot, shot that here? Yeah, it was in New Orleans. It's in the can. So, yeah. Is that a local project or is it something from somebody from somewhere else well, that came in? Directly from Arkansas. He uh, lived here for a while and then he went to New York and started creating a buzz for himself in New York. He had this web series called, I don't want to say, the, I, I forget the name That's of it. Right. I don't want to say the wrong yeah. name. But that, that got a lot of buzz generated in New York. And through that hype, he was able to get the funding for this one that he wanted to shoot here. So, you know, we'll see. Awesome. We'll see. Do you feel like there's a, a ton of competition for you in this market? Competition is a funny thing. Um, there's a lot of people out here that act. Yeah. And um, I feel that um, I, I stand by you're the only person that could bring what you bring. So there's a lot of people that might have your look. There might be a lot of people that might have the same type as you. But there's nobody like me in this market. Exactly. I, I yeah. agree. I'm yeah. gonna stand 100%. by that. Hundred percent. Yeah. So, and I feel like more, more of us, if we start owning that, the fact that no, you're the only you. You, what's for you is for you. And I know it can be cliched, but it's the absolute truth. What's for you, what's coming for you, is gonna be for you. And you just gotta have faith in yourself. And well, I think I think one thing that is uh, true for you uh, that might not be true for a lot of actors in this market that start to get typecast as like a cop, as, you know, uh, a doctor or this or that, you know, specific, you know, types, worker B types. Yeah. <laughs> I think you get an opportunity to, to play different characters, yeah, you're like, pretty versatile. like, like deeper, you know, more constructed characters, uh, that you can dive a little further into that have more to do. Yeah. Um, which is, I mean, that's just a testament to, your talent um, because you're giving you're being given those opportunities uh, or you're winning those opportunities because of your talent so um, I think that there is there aren't many people like you in this market for sure so yeah. I agree with that yeah absolutely um, so what were you like as a as a kid outside of acting outside like, of acting yeah, yeah. Um, I was I don't know. It's just like phases. It's like I remember a point where, like, superheroes was like superhero. I love superheroes. I'm always there. Like, it stuck with me. And there's a point where I had the class clown moments. At the point where I was, you know, uh, the, the 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 ladies man moments. At the point yeah, where, hey. you know, they had the, like you go through phases. Sometimes I would ask my mom, like, because you see yourself as an adult, and then I sometimes my mom now like, when you watch, you might look at old pictures of yourself. Did you see me being who I am now through all these different generations? Because it's interesting. I was always into uh, lore and stories and reading and and characters and and movies and, and I'm, I'm not not trying to lead back into the acting, but I think that you were those a nerd. things make. I you... was a nerd. Yeah, I am a nerd. a nerd. I'm still yeah. a nerd. 
I, feel. I think geekdom makes you a good actor. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I yeah. mean, reading like being into stories and comics, being and all well that read, stuff, like yeah, that yeah, it's definitely got a uh, a help. Something I am not well no, read. Me neither. <laughs> so I want I want to ask a, a question. So you um, went to college, you minored in acting. Um, how much uh, of your success or any of your success do you attest to training? Training as an actor. A great majority of it. I feel like. It's, it's almost like we were talking about in a previous episode about talent versus training. Yeah. Um, I feel like if you come if you come with training, if you come with talent, once you get once you put training with it, yeah. I feel you can be unstoppable. You know, because there's many people get training and it's always that thing that's missing when you're watching them. Yeah. And then some people have the talent and you like, man, there's these things that you if you knew you because it's a trippy thing. So I love I love the talent aspect of it. It's just can it can go both ways because like by being trained, I feel like I have this this big bag of weapons yeah. that I get, and I, and then through the experiences of I've been a whole bunch of characters just doing going through theater. That's why I love it. I've been an old man. I've, I've been all kind of crazy stuff. So um, once you get this big bag of, of weapons, one thing I learned about the film industry is even though you have this big bag of weapons, you want to show I got this bazooka, I got all these things. <laughs> Most times they just want that knife. They <laughs> yeah. want to see how precise you yeah. can be with That's that. That's a knife. good analogy. Yeah. You know, and I and that gets me at times in auditions because sometimes I want to bring to you guys. Yeah. Like, all this stuff like you don't even realize how many ways I can do this but if you're really good with that one hammer yeah. <laughs> that's all we need you that's can do a lot need. of damage yeah. <laughs> a lot of great damage oh that's such a good analogy yeah I'm, I'm glad I'm glad you said that because I feel like we've had a lot of guests on that are just like nope never trained just naturally talented and <laughs> I don't I don't want people out there to be discouraged because yeah you do have to have talent but like I you know I always recommend training for anybody who says I want to get into acting yeah. what do I do and I'm like start training. training you'll find you'll find out through that process if you if you're cut out for it or not and directors notice and other actors notice i'm in my very first gig with american horror story i got the star i mean i got the clips uh, uh opposite kathy bates mm -hmm. and the very first time our very first um run run through we did it and i went all out because i was like screw this i'm with kathy yeah. I'm <laughs> and, and she said you've been trained haven't you? she said that and i looked at her i said yes ma'am she's like okay we're gonna have some fun. Yeah, and she was excited that she felt like I guess she, she was part with of the real actor. Exactly, yeah. that's how she felt. That's that's what she said. She said, "I'm part. I'm, you're one of my tribe." And that's why with training, you know, if you have talent, that's a great testament. But people that are training, even directors, when they see you, they can see a difference between a person. Like, wait, they that's that little extra. Sometimes when I'm watching things, and there's always through my trained lenses, I guess. I can, not always, but I can see that little extra, like, dang, if they would have just, <laughs> and, but some people, that's just how they played it, but some people just don't know that there's so many other ways to play a certain yeah. thing, is and there, that can come with training and experience. Is your, is your training based on a specific method? No, but I've read up on them all, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I'm a nerd about everything, and I feel like in this industry, in this game, if you're not a nerd about this, you won't get far, because Everyone, that's where the competition yeah. comes in. Everyone else is grunting and gunning and gunning and gunning. So I want to have as many weapons as I can. So I don't subscribe to a particular method, but let's say I get a role and I feel like, you know what? I really think I need to learn this in particular, like with like the method they talk about, how mm -hmm. going through uh, by actually uh, experiencing something is how you can be, be your best actor self in that character. But sometimes you can just read it and um like just read the role and just research as much as you can. That's this uh, classic thing. Was it Brandon? One of those actors was one, I, this is 
famous deal with one actor. Uh, he was telling this other guy that was going, trying so hard with the method, and he t- and the and the, the senior actor told him, "Why don't you try acting? It's easy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's what we're here to do." Yeah. And I, I, someone's going to be sending you messages like, "It's it's whoever it was. Yeah, I can't yeah. believe you didn't know it." Yeah. But I, I subscribe to that. There's nothing that you can't learn from. I feel like if it if it if it can if it can work for me, I'll use it. Yeah, and you do your homework. Uh, is there please? You yeah. know, some people, some actors. If they say if they have to cry on cue mm-hmm. on camera, I mean, do you have a technique that you can just manufacture tears, or is it something that you have to put yourself into this awful place to get that? That's funny. Um, I remember one of my biggest roles in theater. This was started the crying thing because that's the thing that can get in a lot of actors' head. Like, what if I'm going to cry? Yeah. And this was a role in theater. The director, I had to get to that place. And I remember he was like, what? How can't you cry? What do you mean? <laughs> you don't have any... What? He was so pissed. And I remember I, I, um, I read all these movies that I hope would make me cry, like Passion of the Christ and all these... I, I remember I read a bunch of movies I hope would just get me there because it's in a weird way, in many ways, especially as men, especially as black men in this country, you get trained to to cut off your emotions and you like there's many times you might watch a movie you're trying to be tough and that movie got you feeling yeah. like I'm not going to <laughs> but somewhere through the experiences of acting it's like I started opening myself up and like you said doing your homework um, it's the moment that always gets me if I know I have to get to that point I'm going to listen to okay what's this person telling me that would make me get to that point I want to be natural I don't think about my grandma dying she's still living I love her I'm, I'm really trying to I'm really trying to get because in, in any scene, that's a day in the life. And on any given day, you might not react to the exact same stimuli on that day. Your pain might not always generate tears. Your yeah. pain might just generate what they get. So I don't want to try so hard to make myself cry. And it's like, no. If you just follow, if you just believe in the text, believe in the character, give into the given emotions, know what your goal is, know what you want, it's going to come. I always trust it every time and it never fails. Ooh, nice. I like that. I like that Good. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Honor the text. Honor people. the text. Yeah. Do your homework. These are all things you should be writing down if you're an actor <laughs> listening to this. How yeah. do you how do you talk like a normal person? Um, <laughs> as an actor. As an actor, I just talk. <laughs> I just, just talk. Say the words. It's because I mean that that I think because that goes back to what I was saying earlier about the theater versus film thing. You know, in theater you have you have to project to the back of the room. You have to be so big. And as you can see right now, I'm an animated person, especially if very I get much so. I wish people rolling. could see your hands and you're <laughs> bouncing around. It's um, fun. And in theater, oh my God, I can. I'm one of those. I can go. I can go there. But coming to film, it was no. Everything is got to get real. You know. And yeah. I remember watching Viola. She, Viola Davis. She was saying basically, it's not about being any less. It's not necessarily about being small. It's just about being just as honest, but playing to the space that you're in. You know, so yeah. you can keep, like you can that. maintain that level of, ah, because you might be afraid that ah, they don't see that I'm acting. <laughs> no, they see it you're acting, but just keep it as real as possible. So I always try to keep that in my mind as, okay, how would you say this? Even though it's not you, if you're talking to somebody regularly, like I'm talking to you guys, I won't go, hey, you guys. Ah, you know, it's not going to be I think, that. I think what, a trap that some people fall into is doing a thing yeah, as yeah. opposed to just being present in the moment and just being the, the character or the person that they have to be in, in this scene or this movie or, you know, whatever medium we're doing. Right. You know, a lot of people just fall into this trap of like, of, of acting. Yeah. You know, hand or, quotes, yeah, acting, hand quote acting. And, uh, and it just, 
doesn't work as well on film for like the the ones who are just being yeah. you know just in the moment and present and it's terrifying when you don't know yeah if you're not aware of it because like i said coming from theaters no one i didn't learn acting for film and by the time i got out of out of uh, college, I didn't have any money. <laughs> so I was not taking a lot of these classes for acting for films. So I started shooting my own films and started doing my own thing. It was a lot of self-teaching. Gumbo Monster 504 on YouTube, by the way. <laughs> what is it? Gumbo Monster 504. Gumbo Monster 504. Oh, I'm watching this. Yeah, we have a bunch of skits that we do. And it's one, like, I feel like my art keeps me sane. So if I'm not working in the official business, I'm going to do my own work. Which is official. Come on. Yeah. Just you're, to stay busy. Your projects, your busy projects are official. No, every, but, everybody's art is official. Hell yeah. yeah. And, but back to what you, just one thing on the cap, what you're talking about, um, talking like normal people. I just go back to um, if someone, do you believe me? Yeah. That's just the bottom line, believability. Um, if I'm watching an actor, if someone's watching me, I just want them to believe that that was real. And... No. There was an executive producer that was in our office. We were watching tapes or something. And of him? Maybe it was him. I don't remember who it was. No, no it wasn't of him. But he was, he was just talking. We were watching tapes or something. And he was talking about how like some of the other writers and directors will, you know, they'll be like nitpicky about performances and stuff like that. And he said, really, at the end of the day, it boils down to one thing. Do I believe you or not? Mm-hmm. And like that resonated with me like so hard. And I was like, you're right. At the, I mean, drop everything, drop every nitpicky thing. And then do I believe you or not? Because that's why some trained actors will lose out on work to some regular guy yeah. that just started exactly. yesterday. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Because he just was the person. Yeah. yeah. You know? We just we just did one of those auditions. We the, did. The person. Yeah, we found we found the person. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's it's very much um about cause we, we think it's about our talent and all that when it's really, it's a visual art more so. Film is more of a visual yeah. medium and it's more about how we can get the pictures to play and if, you, if you're if you doing too much, if you don't fit into the to mindset of the story that this person sees in their mind, they, they feel like the audience won't believe it and they won't believe it and it would mess up everything else. So that's why I don't even take it personally when I don't get a role because I was like, well, that I just didn't fit in their escape. Yeah. There's many, many more escapes yeah. coming. Yeah, but a lot of people take it personally yeah they do but i i think it's most of the people that take it personally are, are folks that don't work mm. you know i mean i mean, that's, I mean yeah yeah, like, yeah, and yeah. I, think, <laughs> I think the you know you got to be i guess honest with yourself at some point if yeah. you're if you've been on ten thousand auditions and not, never booked anything Ooh, this is I, getting discouraging I would take it personally i guess i, I mean well martin just said you would you go like a year year and a half before Whole you booked first year anything? and a half almost first two years. Yeah. yeah it was his first year it's not like you know it's when know, when do you throw not, in the towel then when do you when do you call it quits if you're Martin Bradford, you don't. You don't. He's never going <laughs> to have to. No. But like, like uh, he's a lifer. Yeah, he's a lifer. Um, definitely. So I think that is the ultimate success, longevity. Yeah. A lot of people care about like fame and fortune. I would love to get it. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but longevity to me is the success. When I look at Miss Carol Sutton, Ms. Carol Sutton, who just yeah. left, and yeah. the fact that she's still acting in the game, you feel me? And she still seems fulfilled by the game. She makes me excited. You yeah. When I was on CIS New Orleans, I was looking at CCH Pound. I was like, oh my God. Like when I look, I like to look at the the elder statesman and I'm like, whoa, the fact that you're still doing it, I have no choice. Yeah. yeah. You know? exactly. Do you think you would, you could spend your entire career in New Orleans or do you plan on moving to Los Angeles or New York at some point? 
I wish, see, that's that's why I'm right now in my mind. I'm about to take my first trip to LA in May to try to get some kind of management out there because I feel mm-hmm. like you still have to pierce the West Coast market. And I wouldn't mind living there for, I would love to live here in the, and especially in the, in the age of taping where it doesn't necessarily matter where you live, it's about where you can get to. I would love to live here and just tape, but I know I have to still get those cast and directors there's attention yeah. just so I can pierce to, uh, like, to, to get bigger roles because I'm starting to feel like, um, I'm not going to say it's a glass ceiling, but it's definitely a, a journey. It's a stepping stone. Yeah. It's almost like you start in one spot and then you elevate. You know when it's time and then you elevate and you start adding things to the point where I want to get to a point where all y'all casting directors everywhere is aware of me. Well, if you are a casting director not in the Southeast and you don't know Martin Bradford, you should know him Martin because Bad he's Bradford. awesome. Yeah, he is awesome. Not, I, I, will, I will say like you... I've, I was really excited to have you on the show. Like You were one of the first people that I thought of that... I wanted to have so uh i think it's really cool you're here and i think it's really exciting to see what will become of your career because it's still pretty much in its infinite infancy yeah don't you totally. say like you american horror story that was what like three four About years three ago? four years ago yeah, yeah so like you still have this whole career and life to live before three you're... four years ago how many you've done like 30 films and, and TV projects. Yeah, I think Chris was like 25, 26, something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. hear that? All you suckers sitting <laughs> in your apartment in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's and that's a true statement. That I would I would statement. not go di- I would I'm glad I didn't try to rush to LA first. I would always tell yeah. someone no, start in a smaller market Build your credits up, and then if you want to do whatever, mm-hmm. at least you have something to go with. It goes back to the weapons. I'd rather run out to LA if I'm going to run out to LA with the bazookas, with, yeah. with all the with, your, yeah, with exactly. my bazooka with and bazooka. my sword, and I might have a, a Raphael yeah. sign, <laughs> you know what I mean, in my ankle. You dig? Versus, I just ran out there with, oh yeah, uh, I guess a walkie-talkie and no, yeah, no. I've, <laughs> I've, I've got close friends in in Los Angeles right now that I said don't do that. <laughs> I said, I mean, if you're not getting traction in in a smaller market, why would you go out where everything's bigger and broader? Exactly. You know? There you go. And they don't have to, because that one thing about the local, um, the local uh, actor thing with that, that's part of that they get credits by having to hire us. Some of us yeah. are local, at least tax see credits. Us. Tax credits. Tax there we go. Credits. And they, if you're in this huge market, they don't necessarily have to care no. about you like that. They can hire someone from London. It don't matter. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Don't matter. Boom. So I'm, I'm very gracious about starting in New Orleans. Definitely. Definitely. Good. All right. Before we switch to your questions. What is uh what is something you want casting uh, or producers to know about you that they don't already know? Maybe it's people that uh, you've worked with before that cast you over and over. Is there something that they should know about you that that they're missing out on? All right. Um, on the macro, I'm gonna just go to what you spoke on about what we just spoke on about um about the LA market and such. I'm just want to tell whether it's the LA or the East Coast market, the actors in the South and the Southern region are just as good as anybody anywhere else, West Coast or East Coast. I feel like there's some stigma about, oh, you're in the South. No, 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 no. Everybody everywhere is from everywhere. I don't care. There's everyone down here, we can we can compete. We can go at your next. Give us a shot. As far as I'm concerned, um, my thing is I'm, I'm, I'm more than my type. I'm not exactly always sure what my type is, even though I have an idea. <laughs> but I feel like any time that y'all have that that wild card of, you know what? I think let's try this. Throw it at me, cause I'll happily flip any role that 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 director might not have thought I, I may have fit. I feel like I have enough training, I have enough imagination that I'm more than my type. So you know, try me out for whatever. 
Big talk. I I have. uh, I am guilty of telling your agent at one point that I wasn't seeing your you get submitted for certain things, and I was like, "Where's Martin Bradford?" And they were like. Oh well, we didn't think he was right for that. I was like, just submit him, submit for, him for, for everything. everything. Yes. Yeah. I want to. I want to. I mean, not that they have to submit you. I can just. I just want to remember that you're there and you haven't yeah. moved to LA yet or whatever. Yeah. So just submit him. I want to see him for pretty much every role. Yeah. Well, the <laughs> thing was, we had just we had just got back from the West Coast, so like we were gone for like six months, and so it's hard to like start getting back into your southeast brain who's around and who's good southeast brain southeast brain that's the name of this episode yeah. <laughs> i think yeah it, it, dawned, it dawned on us one day like oh what martin bradford we need to get bats in here and that's yeah you yelled at his agent and then you told i didn't he, yell yeah sure <laughs> i don't yell. yeah and then and then uh martin came in and you like told him to his face and you're like you tell your agent it, yeah I remember to submit that you for everything <laughs> And I appreciate you for it. Because I will say, especially you, Ryan, when I first started acting, you were like the warmest. You felt the warmest <laughs> of all the casting directors. Warm. And I love them all because they all bring me in and we have a great rapport at this point. But I remember just starting out, I was like, oh, I've got the nice guy to dance. <laughs> yes. Hakuna <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>, Matata. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's the title uh, of the episode. Nice, nice Ryan. Nice guy today. Hey, don't, and I'm, and I'm saying this to anyone listening, don't take him for a joke, though. Please still come ready, because Ryan will still give you that look. Oh, no. I believe, I know Ryan has this look when he feels like, Were you, are you ready today? And I feel like that look is followed throw, by when you leave. I will throw your ass out. <laughs> you you let a teenage boy have it the other day. Did you I? you probably didn't even realize what you did. I think it might have been his first time in here. And he came, he's like, do you need a headshot? And you grabbed it. And you're like, how will I know who this is? There's no name on it. There's no back to it. And he's like, <laughs> put I, a I, damn resume I, I on the back of it. I don't know. It. And who you're like, this you? is useless to me. <laughs> It is useless. It was. I have I mean, no idea. I couldn't tell you who that person is now. No, yeah. And even if his, he left his headshot I mean, here. Sorry. He needed to learn that lesson. Yeah. No, you're, Always you're right. Ready. Always ready. Always be prepared. Be ready. You yes. know, a, a, a couple people have told me, like, that we're the, we're the nice office. Uh, that could be a good or bad, but, like, that doesn't mean you can come in and be like, oh, hey, pals. Uh-uh. Let's hang out for a right, little bit. Right, right. No. That's why I didn't want to get yeah. that. Yeah. to anyone. I yeah. mean, like, it's just, it feels warm. It feels yeah. inviting. It doesn't feel like, oh, God. <sighs> we have a candle. Like. Yeah, we do have a candle. <laughs> and it, it says thank nice you. So, yeah, you know. it's nice. Nice. That was a thank you gift from someone. Yeah. It says thank you. All right. <laughs> questions? Any questions? Let me see. Uh, like, I'm going to be like the new age people. And yeah. Pull out He's yeah. Got, his, got his questions on his phone. Yeah. Oh, like yes. the kids do. Carol Sutton had a, had a notepad. <laughs> Han Soto had an envelope. <laughs> Retro works, too. Yeah. Okay. Um, like while I'm waiting for it to load up, because that's part of it, too. I'm going to ask. Oh, I found it. Okay. When it comes to... Um, First, I'm going to ask you, how many takes is too many takes when people are sending in self-tapes? Three. 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 Yeah. If I ask for two takes, I want two takes. Yeah. Unless you're doing something if crazy you, amazing. If, yeah, if you got something really special for that third take, but yeah, no more than three. I'll tell you how many takes I want. Yeah. I will. It's two. two. Gotcha. If you're, You might be getting uh, requests from people who don't specify. I usually will, will ask for two takes. Yeah. And some people only send one because they're just great. And we said and it on a, in their heads on a different episode. Best take first. 
Put your best take first. Yeah. And that's pro- I guess that's that'd probably be hard to decide as an actor. Which one's the best one? And that's a crazy thing, especially if you do different kinds. Yeah. And I know that like, I, I used to fall in that trap until I just became like pragmatic. Like, okay. Because sometimes just sending that one works in different ways. Sometimes yeah. it gives them, makes, makes them want more. Yeah. And other times, you know, it's just, okay, it's gone. It's done. But yeah. also make sure they're different takes. Don't send two takes of you just doing the same thing. We get which, that a yeah, lot. Yeah, which happens a lot. That's not what send two takes means. You might as well just send one take. And you can just send one take. If you and do. also check your takes uh, to make sure you're not doing something stupid. At in the, the end mi- of it? In the middle. In the yeah. end. I've had like someone like in the middle. I'm so glad I watched the second <laughs> take. Like in the middle of the take, it's like just this you know normal scene and then just start yelling that like obscenities like the curse words in the middle of it like that something happened with the tape yeah technically and that somehow gets yeah that sent. got sent <laughs> it's just, like i wonder if they know they yeah, sent this to me we just watched one and at the end of it like at the end of the scene she just like breaks and laughs and you hear the reader say, that was good. <laughs> that's that's that, cute. That's I mean, good. I mean, no. That's endearing, but we, we might cut that out. Yeah, you have to cut that uh, out. Yeah, make sure you know it's good. <laughs> that was, that was that good. good. I always hear that in my head now. <laughs> All right, so how much influence do you have in the casting process with the director? I've always been curious of the steps one goes from agent to submission to casting with the director. So like what? Okay. That, that's I, a great question. Great question. Yeah. Um, so on on television, actually the director doesn't have. Have probably has the uh, probably least has about? The, the third yeah, say yeah. in mm. the process. It's you know because it's a different director usually for each episode. Right, right, right. Um, so it's usually the showrunner who has the final say, and that's like the head writer person who's in, you know created the show. Uh, they usually have the final say. Um, in the tape world, the pretty much the most say I have is sending them my my selects, right? So I send them like the five best or whatever for each role. Now, like in a film, if we're sitting around, like we usually don't, on TV, we don't have a lot of time to do callbacks too often. So they're trusting the tapes, right? right? They're trusting that we've seen these people live or we know these people that have self-taped. Um, I'm vouching for you. So that I have that influence on you, right? For you. Um, in film, we'll have callbacks. Uh, I, you know, I'm not sending them every single person that auditions from the pre-reads. It'll be a selection of people. It might be five to 10 choices, just depending on how much the director wants to see. Um, and then they'll decide who they like from that batch. And then once we get it narrowed down to two or three people for each role that we, if we have callbacks, um, we'll see them. They'll tell me who they, who they're thinking, and then we'll we'll discuss it. And yeah, I can I can have some influence if I know a person, you know, if I know something about them outside of acting, you know, I'll I'll oftentimes throw in little tidbits. Yeah. Oh, this guy, you know what? On his off time, he uh, he is an actual bartender. He mm. You know, whatever it is, uh, he is an actual cop. He does this thing, and uh, oh, he's he's an amazing tap dancer. You yeah. gotta see whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, spice and, it up, and that and that can have an influence for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, I I usually am pretty on 
they usually get it right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like if, yeah, for if, the there most are, part. if there are three people coming in for a callback for a role, um, it's usually they usually pick the right yeah. the right person. There's only there's only one person who can play any given role. Right. Right. right? And it's the person who gets it. Yeah. There's there's it's been the there's is. been sometimes, you know, we've had to give a hard sell like if a if a role's a bit trickier, like the um uh, I can't even think of the one, but like if it, if it's trickier to cast and they're like waffling, you'd be like, "This guy's terrific. He can do whatever you want him to do. He's a good actor." And it's, and like there's been times. Well, where, whip out your reel. Yeah, we'll pull show out the your reel. reel you so know. you actually look at the reels. Oh, reels are so important. I'll Don't watch. get me started on your reels. reel. Your reel was definitely viewed for the dirt. Yeah. Along yeah. with your audition, yeah, reels are so um, important. Yeah, and where and where are you looking at for these reels? Like, where good go to, quality? Stuff. Where are we getting them from? Yeah, no, I'm gonna come back to that part. Oh. I mean, like, are y'all looking at the actors' access? Yes. Yes. Say, so it's the actors' access, reels. or your agents will ask for it. Um, yeah, so make sure your clips are up to date yeah. on your on your breakdown account because a lot of times we go like there'll be certain roles that that we want to include reels for in our, when we send tapes of our auditions for, for preacher, when we're doing preacher, um, just because we're not going to have callbacks and you know, it's a, might be a pretty important key role. That's mm-hmm. going to, that's going to recur or whatever. And all they're seeing is this one scene, right. You know, that they've given us from the writer's yeah. room. And so being able to have, you know, either, clips that you know are similar to this character or just a really good reel mm-hmm. um make sure the clips are are good in your reel and it's not there's not any any duds in there because yeah. it can it can like ugh. that's that i'll like sometimes we'll cut it we'll yeah. cut out like okay let's just, just do that first scene yeah you know i had to edit around uh someone's reel yesterday because their first scene at the top was um from uh, what's that Netflix movie you were in? Uh, when we first met. Great film. First scene yeah. at the top was in that, and I was like, "Oh yeah, this is this is great scene." And then right after that, it was like some kind of wonky short film, and like I was like, "That's a huge drop in quality." Yeah. I got to cut around that. I think for people just starting out, for people just getting in, if your reel is short film, student films, stuff you shot on your own, then then that's your that's your. Uh, elementary reel we'll call it that you know that's your baby reel that's gonna help you maybe get an agent just something it's probably not gonna get shown to a director or showrunner but once you start if you book that major tv show or a movie get those scrap scrap that old reel and now you your new reel starts with that one clip and if it's just that one clip great then great you know that's all you have but like we it, will never show the crap you we yeah we won't show the crap like if you have a if you have an amateur elementary reel like that helps us but like that's not gonna book you apart and we do TV not show. always have time or love editing your reel no so yeah i've got <laughs> Get some good taste I've, i feel like i could i could teach uh or i could run a seminar on reels because i that's why got, we do this podcast got so many opinions just do the uh, Jason, Jason Edwards asked, yeah. asked, should we do a full reel or individual clips when it comes to actors access and breakdown, you should have a, the best thing is to have both. So you should have a full demo reel. And I mentioned on another episode, don't have some wackadoo intro. Don't have music up top. Don't like have a, a speed reel. It's all bogus. If any, if anybody's charging you for that, congratulations. You just got ripped off. Your reel should just start with anything, a graphic, 
your name, your agency, and immediately into clips. Put your best clips first and only put your best only put your best clips and then put your favorite ones first and then just as well if you have several individual clips put those up too because if you're auditioning for army sergeant and you have some cop roles or some stuff like that then we can just that's relevant yeah we can just include that one clip um so your best bet is to have a good reel and then each clip individually. And a yeah. lot of the best actors have exactly that. And some of the best actors don't put anything up there, which is kind of annoying. Miss Carol Sutton doesn't have a reel on Breakdown. Well, she I mean, she don't need one, but like still. <laughs> and so for the record, so if you have a reel anywhere else, it doesn't even matter then. Because I have a real on IMDb, I have one on YouTube, and I feel like... We, we need to download my, it. My yeah. oldest one is on Actors Access. And when y'all say, oh, dang, y'all looked at my Actors Access real? That's, that's the one that's important. We, that's yeah, the, we need to download the clip and take it off of there to yeah. put it on, on the site that we need to present our stuff. Like, we have to... Uh, sometimes we have to use Cast It, so we'll need to take those clips and put them with your audition that's on Cast It. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So if it's not... Uh, if it's on YouTube or if it's on... Uh, IMDb, we can't rip those. Yeah, does IMDb matter? Uh, does does it ha- count anything towards casting? Um, I mean, it's the it's- only thing I use it for is when I can't freaking remember your name, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, and all I can remember is that movie I cast you in, yeah. and I go and look it up, and I see. I'm, oh, that's yeah. him. <laughs> I, th- I think it, I think it's important. It's it's it pretty is. much a, it's a quick search resume. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a great tool. Yeah, you know, Every, everybody should have their IMDb updated and hopefully it doesn't say parentheses uncredited on a dozen of your roles. Well, that happens to it some It does people. happen. Yeah. yeah. I uh, I look up things on IMDb every day. Okay. Pretty much. Um, I don't know if the star meter stuff matter, if that's what you're asking. I'm not, one, that. not the star meter. I just wonder that because, you know, you keep up all these things like as, as I do have this yeah. and this and this. And this. Yeah. I was wondering, okay. Somebody's going to listen to this looking, podcast and, and they're, they're going look to look your, you up on yep. IMDb. Oh, please do. Yeah. Get that star meter up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, what's a... That's not what I once said. Um, Dang, y'all just answered this one already. I already had written down my reels. Whoop. Do you have a preference between seeing someone in the room or on tape? I this this is a common question. Yeah, I'd I'd prefer to see you live. I recognize that we're in a market where people live everywhere, and not everyone can get here tomorrow. Mm-hmm. When I'm you know putting the casting out tonight, um, so I'd like to see you live. If there's a live time available for you, um, if you have to tape, just follow our instructions and mm-hmm. do a quality tape. Are some people better? Have you seen that happen with some actors being better on one or the other? Some people blow it when they come in live. Yeah, they can only they can only, they can only do tapes. But that makes you think what's going to happen when exactly. you're on set. What's going to happen? Oh yeah, when there's the big camera. I need to meet you. you. Yeah. I need to meet you at some point. Well, before there, I'm going to trust sending you to set. There was and your reputation uh, on top of yeah, it. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, if you come in and we meet you, we get to know you for a minute. Um, I usually can tell, you know, what a person's about from our five minutes together mm-hmm. and our audition. You know, the next time, if you live in Atlanta or somewhere else and you need to tape, I'm okay with it. Yeah. You, you just know? might get that request. It just needs re-tape. to be a good tape. Yeah. You yeah. might, you might get the scene wrong. Yeah. So you know? anytime you tape, like be ready that like it could be good, but you could need to retape. And if you're paying for that service, you know, it's a little trickier. Because that could be a frustrating thing about tape. At least when you come in, I can ask you guys a question. Yeah. Yeah. So 
when you talk to whoever, whoever, which way are they looking at it? Because yeah. you're at home thinking, okay, all these ways and all you have is the tape. But then the other side of the tape is you feel like you have a whole bunch of other times at bat, which can also be dangerous. Yeah, and um, <laughs> I we actually spoke on that uh, on last week's episode, too, um, about the 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 advantage some people might think that they have for self-taping is they have all that extra time. And in a nutshell, basically... I was saying you should self-tape at home on your phone and then watch it. And then like you, when you come in, you'll be ready to execute, mm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Practice, 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 practice. It's all practice. about experience. I mean, yeah. the experience builds up because this acting and acting is all about life and living and we're recreating life. And if you're not practicing the different characters or practicing going at bat, you're not going to get better. It's just a natural thing at times. Yeah, yeah. So, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So what makes you want to bring somebody back? Like what? What about an actor when he walk in the door that you just know? Oh no, I'm gonna be working. I'm gonna keep on working with that person. <laughs> if I get the goosebumps, because y'all have great game faces yeah. normally Tell- when we come in. So you know, we don't know which one of us you love aside yeah. from if you bring us back. So I, I like to bring talented people back. Yeah. You know, folks that I know can deliver. Professionals. Uh, professionals. Yeah. You know, someone who who shows up. You know, who has a good attitude. Um. Who has the right look, you know, may bring I may bring you in because you're exactly the type yeah. that we're looking for. Um, but it's it's usually someone who is not a jerk. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, I'll probably if you come in and blow it the first time I meet you, there's usually if I bring you back, there was something I saw yeah. in that audition that you blew. At least you like did something with you know with ryan glorioso you have to blow it a few times because (laughs) he'll he'll like and any casting director unless it's absolutely god awful memorable you won't remember it rocky was my favorite movie as a kid (laughs) (laughs) underdog matters (laughs) underdogs matter there was there was a time i was out and about running the streets being ratchet (laughs) this guy came up to me and he was like dude i'm so sorry about that audition i completely blew it i'm like I'm like, what? I don't know what you're talking about. What audition? He was like, it was for that role, for that thing, and and I completely messed it up. I'm so sorry. You guys probably never will bring me back. And I'm like, dude, I have no clue what you're talking about. Were you like, what's your name? Yeah, I, I was. I was like, who are you? And it's just like, you know, it, even if you come in and, and whiff it, it's probably not that memorable because it happens more often than you think. Mm. Yeah. And some some good actors come in and they just don't get it sometimes. I, you know, when I was an actor, I had that. I had that same feeling like I, you know, when I was in LA, I would go on like all these commercial auditions, like every week there would be like three a day, you know, or whatever. And this one casting director just kept bringing me back. I never booked anything with him, never booked anything with him. And I probably went on like, just like hundreds of commercial auditions for this guy. Would like, why did he keep calling me back? He saw something. Right. I don't know what. But uh, I, I, he, he kind of lays in my mind, too, as a casting person now, just thinking, like, that guy gave me a shot all those times, you know, <laughs> and, uh, and helped me get better at it. And, you know, there's, you know, I don't, I'm not here to train you, you know, as an, as an auditioner or as an actor, but I do think coming in and getting to do these live auditions does help you uh, be a better 
auditioner and a better actor. Whereas if those if, are two different things. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, if you're taping all the time, every single thing is a tape. Um, you're going to forget how to, how to work a room, mm-hmm. you know? And, you know, coming in the room is on a smaller scale, the same as like arriving the set. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? So I need you to, I need you to have some practice, yeah, you, you know, you need to be able to do it in a semi informal setting, maybe an uncomfortable setting. Like if you can do it, if you can do it in the audition room, you'll probably be able to do it on set. You know, it's, it's, it's a daunting experience and you have to get out of your head and you have to come in here and you have to do your song and dance. Yeah. Song and dance. Yeah. <laughs> do you have like a type box? Like, do y'all have like, this is this type of person. We have all these actors in this box. We have all these actors in this box. Or is it just when it comes, we just think of people? No, 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 no. no. I mean, we do think, you know, whenever roles come up, we definitely have some go-to yeah. folks that were like, ah, uh, yeah, he could do that. The bartenders, perfectly. the doctors. Yeah, he could do that. He could yeah. do that. Who could do that? Um, but I do. I do rely on the agents to to have their opinions as well and submit. You know who they're thinking about based on you know the breakdown that we've put out for the characters. So um, I like to I like to see their thoughts. You know, and I you know sometimes they'll submit an actor for one role and I definitely change them to something else. Like, nope, he's more all the time. Yeah. I do that a lot. Um, you know, and they may be only your agent may be submitting you for a certain role because it's recurring. Mm. You know, you may not, you may not be what we're looking for, for that role, you know, and then I may, I may switch you to a role that's just for one episode or something like that. And it's, I mean, I have that thought while I'm doing it. I'm like, okay, they didn't submit him for that other role, but I mean, he really is better for that. So I might read you for both. Right. You know, but I may have in my head, like <laughs> he's really, yeah. he's really this one yeah. episode guy that, you know, or not you, but no, I get what you're saying. Cause especially since you have all these other characters to put into this puzzle. Yeah. So a lot of times we don't even, as the actor, yeah. we don't even know what's the other piece, pieces of the yeah. puzzle that you have to still configure. So yeah, yeah I definitely get that. I definitely get that. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Dead air. Dead air. That's something to think about. Any other questions? I mean, I always have questions. You yeah. Know, you probably say you're not saying anything. Do one more. Okay, um, one more, one more. Um, okay, yeah. We what's your stance on improv in a scene? <gasps> I love gas. I love improvisation yeah. uh, in general. I I like improv comedy. I know that's different from improv in a scene. I I think we've actually touched on this before, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think in Peyton's episode, we okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm I'm down for you to try things. Um, I do want to get a take that's sticking to the script most times, mm-hmm. you know, unless I've been told, you know, by my director or producers, Hey, we want to see them play with this material. Yeah. You know, um, as we mentioned before, you know, in television, it's usually like things are timed out. You know, the writers, the writers have a lot of say they're the executive producers for their episodes and, you know, they want a lot of writers want things said the way they wrote wrote them and they want it said the way they are thinking it should be said in, in their, their head. head. Yeah. 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 So and a lot it, it's hard to change their minds a lot of times. So I would say for TV, stick to the script. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can try a little improv on a second take. Yeah. Um, 
ask for that second take. Like if you yeah. if you do that first take and we're like, that was great, that was cool, perfect, and just be like, I, I have something else I want to try. And if there's time, yeah. give you a shot. If there's no time, be like, nope, we got it. Yeah. Um, films, you know, sometimes there's some leeway to, to improvise. Commercials, I think you should be really adept at improvisation. Yeah. I never get brought in for commercials. I'm some like, people are commercial. I feel like I have a commercial look. Or something. Some people are commercially, yeah. you know, viable. And some, yeah, you know. It's, you are a dramatic actor, Martin. You're a serious Oh, I actor. love yeah. my dramatic acting. I love yeah. comedian, comedy, too. I can do both yeah. sides. That's part of the theater thing. But yeah. I just, I noticed that. I was like, I have a lot of friends that get all these commercials. Like, oh, well, you go do that? Because they're <laughs> weird to me, honestly. Yeah. Commercial. Just so weird yeah. Whenever I go in for them, I always feel just yeah. awkward. Yeah. I don't know why. You got to do something yeah, stupid. You're selling a product. I mean, they want to see you walk. Yeah. Walk. <laughs> yeah. Just, they want to see. <laughs> yeah. How do you walk? Uh, like a person? Like a normal person? <laughs> Walking like walk, normal people. Walking like normal people. <laughs> Spinoff podcast. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's indeed. I love awesome. it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, does theater count as? Does theater matter, you guys, at any time when you're looking at people's resumes? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Ryan's a like the theater kid. Me has to at least yeah. ask that question. Oh, about yeah. My theater. People. Oh, I always look at the theater. If I'm not familiar with someone and all they have on their resume or theater credits i'll look at at it and i'm like oh he played you know i don't know what's a what's a macbeth name? he played macbeth yeah, yeah. oh god does that, that is, count saying that in here i don't think it's been it around no we're not in the theater it only counts in the okay. theater we can say macbeth yeah. yeah oh he played macbeth he he can say words yeah. <laughs> i'm bringing yeah. him in okay. you know uh, and funny. i and i've you know gone to plays and seen people for the first time and brought them in like oh give me the make sure i take the program home and figure out who this person is and or talk to them afterwards and i have something for you to audition for you should uh call me on monday or give me your email or whatever that has to make an actor's day (laughs) you know like oh casting you're great come on like yes yes perfect amazing well yeah that's all i got for right now that's good we're we're right at time you're awesome yes I'm so glad to have you in here. This is so fun. Um, let's do a little, some promos. Some stuff. promos. All right. So uh, thank you, Jason, once again. Yeah, thank you, Jason. producer Jason. Yes, indeed. Um, Martin, you got a, you're on, uh, on Instagram. Instagram. Right. Instagram and Twitter at Mr. Bats. Spell at Mr. Outer. You're not going to find me. And on Facebook at Martin Bats Bradford. Yeah. M-I-S-T-E-R. Bats. I'm at Glorioso Casting. The show is at Talk Like Normal, and that's on Twitter. Uh, Instagram is Talking Like Normal People, and at Jason Edwards TV is Jason, and Justin is Justin TC underscore underscore on Instagram. This is what about Roberts? Oh, Robert is at Full Grown Mouse. Yes, and also thank you, our producer Robert. Thank you, Robert. Yes. Has Ryan Adams hit you guys yet? Not yet. Hey, uh, Rye Guy. Yeah. Uh, still looking for a theme song. Yeah. I know you're going to be in New Orleans on May 5th. I'm plugging your damn show. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. And I'll be there. You'll be there. I so. spent $200 on a ticket. Somebody send this to um. Yeah, if anybody out there knows Ryan Adams, uh, just let him know we're looking for a theme song. Um, I, I'm not saying I need to meet you in person, you know, because <laughs> I have this thing about meeting my idols yeah. that uh, I'm not sure about. Uh, I just love your music. So send us a song yes. for free. All right. <laughs> Thank you so much, uh, Martin. Thank you. Cue our, our uh, canned uh, music. Yes. Thank you guys for having me once Thanks, again. Thanks, Martin. Yes, indeed. Martin Bats Bradford. Wonderful. 
Talking Like Normal People is brought to you by MyCastingFile.com. Create a searchable profile accessible by multiple casting directors who are casting major film, television, and commercial projects. MyCastingFile.com.